we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women podcast. We are well into February now. I know I can't really quite believe it. I'm Sam Walker here in Arizona, an honorary Northern Power woman because you can take the girl out of Manchester, but dot 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 cowboy boots and Boddington's beer that's me here in the desert and of course every week we're joined by our great leader Simone Roche MBE I've just started saying Simone that you're basically you run the navy I know that's not your <laughs> official honorary title but it's what I'm going with because it gives me joy yeah that's that's what the first sea lord said in the <laughs> briefing and, I'm, and I, th- I think that's what her majesty signed off to be honest I think <laughs> thing that's what was happening so I can't stay long because I've got to um you know navigate a ship through stormy waters or is that just life that's just life right now (laughs) I was about to say all of us are lost at sea right now Simone will guide us through so what a week it has been and do you know what it it feels different here in Arizona I know our our climates are incredibly different right now this week we had 27 degrees in February. Now, I know that you're thinking, <laughs> shut your face, Walker, because, <laughs> but this is super unusual, even for here in the desert, because it does get chilly and January, February are the coldest months of the year. I walked out at 10 o'clock at night to take the dog out the other day in a t-shirt and I'm thinking, this is not quite right. But I tell you what, just the sun makes so much difference. I know we're early, but is, is spring springing in your neck of the woods? Like I said, I've hung up. I'm not listening to the sunshine <laughs> t-shirt and night thing. No, you know what? It was, it was in our Teams chat last night. Somebody just said, oh my gosh, I'm looking out the window at 5pm and it's light. Oh, and yeah. is and you know, so there's, there's something, isn't it? The spring in your step. It's not about bounce. It's the fact that we're heading with our trainers on. January is gone. And, you know, we're, we're week two into February and we are, we're galloping to spring. We're, we're not looking what else is going on, but there's light night, there's light nights, late nights, light nights, whatever. There's light nights make a massive, massive difference mentally, don't they? Really do. I genuinely used to struggle in the winter months um, when I was still in England. And it's it's not an inconsequential reason that I did decide to move here to the southwest of America because I, I really genuinely used to struggle. And I think with a lot of the work I did at the BBC, I used to have to get up at silly o'clock and I'd be getting up in the dark, driving to work in the dark, walking from the car park into the building in the dark. And then it, it, it takes its toll. And I think especially, you know, we do get challenged by uh, the grey skies as well in the north of England. And that also had a big effect on me. And I know that I'm not alone when a lot of people do, do in fact, suffer with SADS, don't they? The seasonal adjustment mm. disorder. It's a real thing. It's, it's tough, I think. So I remember feeling so invigorated when spring would swing around because you start to think, oh, 
there's life, there's hope. And I know we're challenged by so much at the moment. But like you said, it's the little things, right? It is, and it does. It makes it makes a real difference. You feel like you can be, even if you've not gone outside, it's just knowing that the day hasn't passed you by. Well, it's just, because yeah, that's the way it feels. There's definitely a sense of, there has been a real sense of Groundhog Day. And I think every one of us, every, every person I talk to has been really impacted with that slump of shoulders and whatever. And just that one shout out for blue sky or blue, who am I kidding? <laughs> kind of burly blue uh, sky. It just, it is, it's, it is, it's the uplift. It's, and it's funny, I started taking vitamin D tablets because I think it does sound like a first world problem, but this is the longest period I've ever had not being, not having gone overseas yeah. um, and not had a bit of sunshine on your bones. Um, and I'm definitely, definitely missing that. Definitely missing that. So I've, I've started supplements, supplements to help with that. So yeah. Um, yeah. Bring on the spring. Bring on the Easter eggs. Oh, yes. Mention of chocolate. My little ears prick up immediately. It's marvellous. Now, look, when I know when I first started talking to you, Simone Roche, and I remember meeting you in Piccadilly Railway Station in Manchester City Centre. I think it might have been the first time we officially met. I can't even remember when that was. 2014, I want to say. 2015, maybe a little bit later. I've, I've, you know, I'm still only 35, so I don't really know where the time's gone. <laughs> but I remember you talking to me even in that very first meeting about the power of mentoring. And it's something that I had never, ever experienced. I now have. <laughs> All down to you and your matchmaking. Do you want to explain? Yeah, I mean, I, I just think the power of networking is completely, um, you know, sort of, you, it can never be underrated. The power of someone that you can have to talk about um, you, your needs, your concerns. It's not about you being the best broadcaster or, or being the best campaign. It's actually being the best version of yourself. So I've always had a passion about connecting people, connecting people to allow you that space to focus on you because there's only one of you. And if you're broken, then there's no one else to kind of pick up those. So the power of just having that one-to-one conversation mm. and that one-to-one trusted advisor you know advice it's your own so your own personal board it's your own personal chair that is not there to sort of answer every single question about um you know sort of technical things it's about helping you talk it through you know you know all the answers sometimes it's just about unlocking those barriers and i and i think it's never never too late to have a mentor never too young to start having a mentor you know so that's why we're really passionate that's why we have the power platform that's why we built it is so that whether it's the coffee break mentoring 20 minute chats whether it's a bit more of a formal we're, we're nearly sort of three quarters of the way through our virtual carousel uh, virtual mentoring so sign up on the power platform and get a get a mentor get someone to talk to so how was your first date with our northern power woman well before we go into that just give the address please of where people need to go and sign up for mentoring because really go and do it what's the address simone www.power-platform.com. Also, just while I'm at it, sign up for MPW Live because there's an early careers um, networking session um, that's going to take place on the 8th of March, northernpowerwomen.com. Go to there and you'll find out, again, someone to chat to in a very, very speed environment. So lots of different forms it takes place. Power-platform.com, northernpowerwomen.com. Tis all there for you. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. I'm 48 years old and I had never had a mentor. Simone, you did fix me up with someone. I won't name names because 
it's, you know, I don't want to put her on the spot, but it's someone who's worked in a completely different industry to me. I mean, chalk and cheese, very much in the corporate world when I've been in sort of the creative media world. I tell you one of the main things, and this was our getting to know you introductory session. An hour went bang like that. But I think what really struck me was I haven't spent an hour in forever actually thinking about the bigger picture. I go day to day. I'm so busy. I go day to day of going, right, what's on the list for today? What's on the list for today? What do I need to get done for today? And that is kind of as far ahead as I'm thinking. At the moment, I've got work planned till mid-April. And I know I'm in a very privileged position to say that because I know this is a very difficult time for a lot of people. But that's how I'm going. That's how far ahead I'm thinking, only that far ahead. And I think what the conversation with my mentor, how excited to say that, really stuck me was number one, thinking, starting to think and give myself some space to think about the bigger picture. Because I have got ideas and I've got ambitions, but I was like, I need to think about that another day when I'm not so busy. Secondly, talk, this sounds crazy. Talking about myself for an hour was a revelation because I'm normally thinking, what what do I need to do for any clients I'm working with? What do I need to do with um, any anyone who's doing some work for me? People I'm, I'm you know, uh, giving contracts to. What do I need to do for my children? What about my house? What about my parents? What about my husband? What shopping needs to be done? Are the pets okay? I mean, literally, it sounds silly, but you start to add everything up. And you and your needs and forget your career go so far down the list that to actually have just an hour of focusing about me, I said to her at the end, oh my gosh, just talking about that has unlocked things I didn't know were there because I haven't had that time to pause in forever. And I think that's what I found really powerful. So if you can jump on to power-platform.com, as Simone said, there are these kind of coffee break mentoring sessions. I can't tell you that in just one hour, and we're going to connect in a couple of weeks, already my brain started ticking and started thinking in slightly different ways. And having that perspective, as you said, of someone who isn't within my industry, doesn't know the politics or the you know, even even the systems or the processes, in a way that's that's more powerful because they're not thinking, oh, well, you could do, they're just going, why don't you do that? And you go, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so thank you. And if she's listening, thank you so much to the brilliant, brilliant woman who has spent some time with me. But oh my gosh, funnily enough, I've been a mentor, but I've never been a mentee. So that was fabulous. My work is done. I mean, that, that no, makes me, uh, <laughs> no, do you know what? That makes, that makes me joyous because you just think, oh, well, that's for them or that's for them. And then yeah. you think you're that whichever way you look at it. So that, that really makes me, makes me happy. Uh, and I'm so glad that you made the time because it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's yeah. hard to make time for yourself when actually, like I said, you're the most important person. Absolutely. Fabulous stuff. Power-platform.com. Get yourself signed up for NPW Live as well. It's next month, unbelievably, a kind of a calendar month to go only, which is incredible, but there's going to be a full-on extravaganza. And this is what's really going to accelerate your career. And I think we're all at a time where so much is up in the air. We can't see more than a couple of months ahead at any time, really. We don't know how the world's going. This is a time when you can hopefully spend a bit of time and focus on yourself. So happy days. Look, we've got loads more to talk about, but should we do an early life lessons? 
Absolutely. This week, we've got Gemma McCall. She's a proud working mum of two, and she's the chief exec of Culture Shift, which is a tech for good business, which she co-founded in 2018. And she's all about positive change in organizational cultures and all about empowering organizations to tackle harassment and bullying, which I think is amazing. And can you believe it? Last year, she led a 1.3 million fundraise for Culture Shift and has since tripled the size of her team. So go girl go northern power women here's Gemma's life lessons i'm Gemma mccall ceo and co-founder of tech for good business culture shift if you had a chance to change a decision in your career what would it be this is a really interesting question because i have spent a lot of my career reflecting and looking back and actually regretting some of the decisions that I've made. But now that I'm at a point where I'm building something with purpose, I actually can look back and go all of those moments and all of those, you know, let's face it, mistakes have brought me to this moment. And so actually at this point, I wouldn't change a thing about any of the things that have happened in my career because they've all led to this moment in time. Tell us about a mistake and the lesson that it taught you. I have two beautiful children and both times on returning to work after maternity leave, I really struggled. And the first time I uh, was actually made redundant. And at the time I felt incredibly isolated. Um, I felt like my confidence was low and I allowed myself to be isolated in that moment. And I didn't really seek help. I just um, got my head down and got on with my next kind of job. And actually, looking back, it was a mistake not to look around me, tap into the networks that are out there that could have potentially helped me through that time. Um, That is a big mistake because I let myself be isolated and vulnerable and I promised myself never to do that again. What advice would you pass on to someone starting their career today? I love this question um, because the big piece of advice that I would give is to jump in to every opportunity that comes your way. Even if you feel like you can't necessarily um, do it, jump in and you'll work it out. Um, Any time that that has happened to me and that I've had the courage to just go for it, it has turned out really well. So don't hesitate, do it. Tell us about a time you've had to be resilient. My background is in sales uh, and specifically advertising sales. And um, being a salesperson means that you definitely have to develop a thick skin and be prepared for a lot of no's, a lot of doors slamming in your face and definitely a lot of knockbacks. Um, And I am, you know, prepared for that and I'm sort of... um, grown that thick skin in order to be able to um, cope with those knockbacks but there was definitely one particular time in my career where I worked for a particular sales manager who enjoyed the fact that he had developed a toxic competitive and really combative environment within the sales team it was unhealthy it was completely exhausting And ultimately, it was unsuccessful because he did not get the best out of his people. 
And so I had to be very resilient to get through that because the rules were changed all the time. Um, you know, the sort of um, the, the benchmarks were changed. They used to sort of change our targets and things so that we just missed them so they didn't have to pay us out. Uh, and that was really, really hard. But now that I'm a leader and, uh, you know, I, we do have a sales team within our business, he, I keep him in the forefront of my mind all the time as a example of how not to inspire people and how not to lead teams. And I almost try and be the, the anti-him and create a supportive, healthy and, um, you know, environment where people can thrive and flourish. What difference did having a mentor make to you? I have been spectacularly unlucky to have worked for people who have definitely not mentored me. Um, and to be honest, I've spent quite a long time being envious of others who have had mentors, um, you know, they who have sort of coached them through difficult times. But what I've come to realise, uh, actually, when I've looked around, is that I've got a squad of cheerleaders around me who celebrate my achievements, keep me grounded, tell me the hard truths when I need to hear them, and also yell at me to keep going when it gets really, really tough. They support me on a personal and emotional level and on a business level, and I'm so lucky to have them. Thank you so much to Gemma McCall. Blimey, Simone, so, so much in there that really resonated with me. I love the fact that she talked about all the mistakes and in inverted commas that she made in her career brought her to that moment and every mistake is a learning opportunity and every time we go down a path that doesn't quite end up the way we thought it would be it's not a waste of time it's not a waste of energy because actually when you look at the bigger picture all these different experiences feed into who we are today and I think it's interesting having talked about uh, mentors today you know she talks about being envious of other people who have mentors and and equally talks about people who have not been role models in their life as well so I think sometimes you learn you learn sometimes by those people who are not the best about how to be yourself, not like them, that's for sure. So thank you, Gemma, a true, absolutely kick-ass Northern Power Woman. Thank you for sharing those lessons this week. And we want to hear from you, please. You have got something to say. Let yourself be heard. That's something we always bang on about here at Northern Power Women. But we do want to hear from you. Please get in touch. Whatever your experiences are, we've got a bunch of questions you can pick and choose from. It'll take five minutes of your time and it could really make the difference to a lot of people listening. So please do bob us an email, podcast at northernpowerwomen.com and we'll just sort out the rest for you. But it would be great to hear from you. Right, Simone, I know we're going to get all, well, it's not even millennial, is it? It's kind of Gen Z, I suppose, and start talking uh, fantastic internet speak. You want to discuss doom scrolling? Yeah, I'd never heard of this no. before. No, you know, I, I know, I know, I know. But do you know that on average a day we scroll through 22.7 metres of bad news in a day? Oh, that's that's quite sure. Actually, I suppose I had heard of doom scrolling more because here in the United States, it's been quite the time, hasn't it, uh, for the last, well, four years, but uh, really over the last six months or so with the absolute crazy political S show that's been going on. Um, So doom scrolling is something I think that that we were all doing on far too much of a a frequent basis. But 20 odd metres, good grief. 
I know, but there is hope. You know, we always like some joy, don't we? We always like to find yes. the positive. But because everyone is spending more time interacting through a screen than with humans, um, Iceland, through their official tourism site, have created something called joy scrolling to totally counteract that you can find out more at joy scroll j-o-y-s-c-r-o-l-l.com and it's all it's inspired by iceland and it's all about finding good stuff as about to go just naturally being gravitating to the bad stuff so i thought that was brilliant so we always love a mitigating factor don't we I'm just thinking of a prawn ring now. Uh, I don't know if there's any prawn rings on uh, on the joy scrolling. <laughs> Funnily enough, just a few days ago, I saw um, a, a few people on Twitter talking about oh follow look I've got together this big list of of nature photographers who are on Twitter follow this list and your timeline's going to be flooded with beautiful pictures of nature someone else was talking about you know lovely things like nice inspirational positive quotes and yeah there are these lists that are out there now that you can actually just put onto your timeline so that you aren't just met with whatever crazy S show is going down in various political parties and uh, countries around the world. So I like that. But yeah, I mean, Iceland, I can think of worse things to look at when you're trying to quiet your brain a little bit. Although, of course, when you're trying to quiet your brain, getting away from screens altogether is probably a good thing. But, let, you know, baby steps, Simone, I say baby steps. Absolutely. I got away from my screen this week with a new gifted jigsaw. Um, so a yoga jigsaw. So Philly what? works for the team. She sent me a parcel saying, I am bringing together two of your favorite things, yoga and a jigsaw. I did it in a day. <laughs> I was that happy about that. No, 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 no. Back up here. A yoga jigsaw. Do you have to sort of downward dog while you're putting the pieces in? <laughs> what happens? I don't, I don't well, get it. Well, no, no, it's just a yoga scene on a jigsaw. Oh, but, you know, it's not extreme jigsawing. Although, you know, <laughs> I do do it without the picture. <laughs> I tell you what, Philly on the Northern Power Women team, she is someone who is very, very good at giving people what they need at the right time. She sent me, and bear with me here, a fantastic recipe for Brussels sprout tagliatelle, which sounds all kind of, kinds of wrong. Absolutely spot on. Amazing. The sprout is not just for Christmas. Just want to put that out there. If you want the recipe... Text I nearly said text me. Text me. Text me on the interweb. Uh, tweet me. Tweet me at Walker Sam. That's at Walker Sam on Twitter. I'll send you that recipe because it's really great. Yeah, not not buying that at all. No, especially yeah. for Christmas. Bob over for your tea. We'll sort that one out. Happy days. Uh, right, look, as ever, we've got so much more to talk about. You're gonna have to wait until next week because the next episode of the Northern Power Women podcast is coming your way on Monday. February the 15th. Until then, she's Simone Roche, I'm Sam Walker, Brussels Sprouts Forever, and the Northern Power Women podcast is a What Goes On Media production. Oh, yeah.